This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Madeline Camejo, who is the Chief Pharmacy Officer and Vice President of Pharmacy Services at Baptist Health. Dr. Camejo, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Laura. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in pharmacy right now and certainly a lot of innovation. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Uh, I am the Chief Pharmacy Officer for Baptist Health South Florida. I'm really responsible for strategizing, developing, and exec- uh, executing pharmacy initiatives that support the growth of our pharmacy clinical services. And I'm over- also over the clinical informatics uh, from a system-wide perspective. I really oversee all clinical operations. You know, I've been a pharmacy executive now for over 20 years and have a unique blend of experience in clinical pharmacy, clinical and business administration, health finances, informatics, and information technology. Wow, that's amazing to hear. And I can imagine things have changed a lot since, you know, you first started jumping into, obviously, the pharmacy space, but even pharmacy leadership. Um, And now so much of it seems like is driven by technology. Um, You know, along the way, is there anything that, you know, is most exciting to you, um, how things have evolved? You know, just the clinical pharmacy space and how our profession has evolved in the last 20 years has been great. You know, where we're really pushing, we're not just looking at what I consider like stick and four from that perspective, you know, only on the distribution, but really all the clinical services and in the different spaces that are being created, I think is an exciting space as well as all the new technology coming to market with AI and um, it's just going to be an interesting, uh, I would say, over the next 10 years in the technology space in healthcare. I love it. I think it'll be fascinating to see how things continue to grow. Um, and as you mentioned with AI, there's just almost infinite possibilities, it seems like. But uh, given, um, you know, where we're at today, especially thinking through what we've been through with the pandemic and now some of the different um, needs in, in areas that are popping up in healthcare, what are your top priorities? What do you see yourself spending most of your time on right now? So for me this year, it's really going to be in, there's four initiatives I'm having uh, our system work on. One of them is really growing our pharmacy home infusion and our non-oncology infusion suites across the system, uh, knowing that you know we're trying to get ready for eventually for hospital at home. So this growing this set of infusion is really important for the system and seeing the pipeline and how much drugs are gonna be on, on the infusion space. We really need to focus on creating access for patients to be able to access our system. We also want to continue to expand our central distribution pharmacy, which with centralized packaging and fixes bills. That's something that we, you know, we built a new um, central distribution warehouse and um, we've added all of those services within that space and continuing to grow specialty pharmacy, which uh, eventually we want to create mail order for our pharmacy employees. And then not just employees, but the whole systems. Um, and then increasing our retail pharmacy with meds to beds, look, um, actual services in each of our hospitals. 
So those are the four things that we're looking to really focus over the next year, year and a half to really grow that space out and being able to uh, bring pharmacy services to all those areas. I love that. I, I think there's just um, such opportunity there. And, you know, what really struck me was how many different spaces you're growing into or expanding, um, especially if you're looking at, you mentioned creating access to care and then the new central distribution pharmacy. I, I know all of that takes a lot of resources and, and time and, and um, financial resources as well. So, you know, when you're looking at standing up those things, plus a new program, the specialty pharmacy, the mail order and other things, how do you balance all of that and thinking through, you know, some the big capital projects and in long-term things as well as you know new and innovative and, and short-term things too so number one i have an amazing team because i can come up with my vision and, and push things down but if i don't have the right people to execute it doesn't get done very well but i do have an amazing group of assistant vice presidents who are in charge of each of the different sections who really uh, help keep things focused and moving you know, I have a great organization that has really pushed to invest in the pharmacy space, and that really helps as well. So having executive vice presidents of the organization, um, you know, believe in your vision and invest in that um, is really important for the pharmacy to grow and continue to move in this space. So, you know, all the system kind of aligned for me when I came here and, um, you know, I put in a five-year vision that we were, this is how we were going to grow pharmacy, and they really have done everything to make sure we're successful, and um, I'm very lucky for that. Absolutely. that That's amazing to hear. And, you know, in looking to the future as well, how do you see the organization evolving over the next two to three years? What do you really see as changing and accelerating? You know, I think like every organization out there, you know, we're really I think um, for Baptist Health, we're really focused on cutting cost and being, you know, being to get better or improve clinical operational efficiencies across our systems, um, not just in the pharmacy space, but in radiology lab. I think we, you know, we need to do as much as we can. As you know, many hospitals are struggling after COVID with the increase in labor costs, which has really grown tremendously. And not just that, the great resignation of many of our healthcare workers. So juggling, you know, open physicians with trying to give patient access and the volumes have been a unique challenge as well as continuing to upgrade and develop new technologies and, and AI. So I think, you know, the system in itself is trying to figure out how can we become more efficient. And that's why I really focused on creating, uh, you know, spaces that will help you know, uh, and grow our revenue as well as in, uh, increase our clinical efficiencies and reduce our costs, especially with central distribution, um, is what I'm trying to do so that we're in line with the organization. You know, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I love that kind of multiple focuses in there in terms of obviously cost cutting, but then looking at new sources of revenue, potentially in new areas to grow into. Um, could you expand on that one bit further when you're looking at um, potential new revenue streams or areas? Um, what really are you looking at? Um, so for us, we have looked at really, you know, growing, uh, you know, our spe expanding specialty pharmacy, you know, Baptist Health covers the North region, which is all the way from West Palm Beach down to the Keys. And so really growing our specialty pharmacy um, access, we've actually outgrown uh, our uh, current pharmacy. So we're also moved 
to expand into a bigger area. Um, but, you know, that generates a lot of money back for the system as well as create much better outcomes when you have your own uh, specialty pharmacy and you're very integrated into the physician practices. So that helps generate a lot of revenue for, for the system. But, you know, again, it's just all many different types of other projects that we're working on um, to do the same thing. I love it. Thank you so much. It's definitely helpful to know and, and understand. Uh, before we wrap up our conversation here, I'm wondering if you could talk about one change that you or your team has made uh, recently that yielded some great results. Well, I would have to say opening our central distribution has been a great success to the pharmacy enterprise. It really has created efficiencies in inventory management and centralizing of packaging and reducing our pharmacy waste by at least $7 million this year. Um, you know, centralizing our PIXIS fill have really helped pharmacy operations at the hospital entities to focus on uh, stat and patient care clinical work and less um, focus on the distribution. That's really led to increase our clinical interventions and, at each of our hospital, which really has shown a lower, uh, has lowered our drug costs significantly. So. I think that's a great success, uh, showing a big thing of systemness and how centralizing certain functions in pharmacy really makes sense, especially when you know uh, a pharmacy budget can easily be anywhere uh, in a system like this, and you know over over half of you know 500 million dollars, you know all of those, um, and when you have a lot of waste and you have urgent cares and medications going out of waste. I think when you look at it from a whole, um, big healthcare systems need to start thinking about doing a central distribution because it really helps with inventory management and drug waste. Well, that's fascinating, and I can imagine it sounds like just been really uh, overall beneficial so far, both on the efficiency side as well as, you know, uh, heading straight to that bottom line. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Dr. Camejo. It's been really interesting and fascinating to hear from you, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future and having you speak at our live events as well. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you, Laura. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.